This, this is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Our 14th annual live broadcast invasion of the Queen City went off spectacularly. Weather was magnificent. The H. Upman legacies that were enjoyed by all were tremendous. The libations were flowing. The delicacies over the top. Colonel Ange, once again, in charge of the pooch pit grilling maneuvers, outdid himself. Some outstanding delicacies, and overall, we had a great time enjoying things that we as alpha males have the right to enjoy, and that is cigars, spirits, diversions, delicacies, camaraderie, laughter, and the good life, and we make absolutely no apologies. Long Ash, greetings and salutations, a Long Ash snappy salute, Semper Delictatio. Always pleasure, America's alpha male-in-chief and connoisseur-in-chief front and center back here in the friendly confines of Humidor 1A. And I, I must confess, I must admit to you that when I come back into Humidor 1A, as palatial and as magnificent as it is and comfortable as it is, there is a, a slight emotional letdown because there is so much energy when we conduct live broadcast maneuvers in our Ford Theater of Command, whether it's in Charlotte or Detroit or uh, in, in Miami or the Cigar City, wherever it may be. There is so much energy that I derive from the great lieutenants and alpha males. It is two hours of nonstop mega enjoyment and mega pleasure. And I will admit, it is... Uh, it's a little quieter here today, although I see the lovely Miss Kate and we've got uh, Privates uh, Brian and Lee in Master Control doing an outstanding job. But it is somewhat of a letdown. I mean, last week I was with 400, uh, 500 of my closest alpha male lieutenants. We were enjoying the revelry. We were enjoying the weather, the delicacies, lots of laughs. And for those of you that have not had a chance to listen to the special bonus after show, we did a very unique program last week. After the regular two-hour broadcast, we, I did a 30-minute after show. It was unscripted, uncensored, uncut, a lot of laughs. It is R-rated. It is explicit in many parts. But I have received emails and comments from people saying, General, we need more of this. We need more than 30 minutes. We need this every single day. And uh, while we do maintain a certain level of decorum, and class and sophistication here on the broadcast Cigar Dave show, the terrestrial or the satellite Cigar Dave show, when we can do a special podcast, there are no limits. We still maintain our decorum and our class level and sophistication. However, there is no censorship limits. I say whatever comes to mind. If you would like to listen to that, there is a way, very easy way to do it. If you go into the iTunes podcast store or uh, any podcast, if you have a droid, download one of the podcast catcher uh, apps and just type in Cigar Dave. It'll uh, it'll come right up. And uh, we have had many people have enjoyed it. And also, 
I'm doing a special Cigar Dave daily briefing now. So there is an opportunity for you to listen to whatever comes my way, whatever thoughts I have. And in fact, I had the opportunity Monday while I was in Charlotte at the Tinderbox enjoying a cigar with Mick the Brit, the Colonel of the European Theater of Operations, we met three alpha males in training, 18 years old. In fact, they are graduating from high school today, and they'll be joining us in the second hour. Privates John, Sam, and Brett. Three 18-year-old alpha males in training. They love the show. They were there at the tinderbox to buy their first-ever premium hand-rolled cigar. Of course, I guided them in the humidor. We will talk to them. As you know, there are many wussified beta males in this nation. It is a problem. We see this all the time. We've seen it for the last 30, 40 years, the wussification of the American male. This gives us hope, these three gentlemen, Privates John, Sam, and Brett, that the next generation under my tutelage will have nads of steel. So we will talk to them a little bit later on in the show. Also, bottom of the hour, we'll be joined by Lauren Cousin. He is the National Brand Ambassador for Balvini. And that leads me to exactly what I would like to discuss now. After we did uh, broadcast maneuvers last week, we, I will tell you, we were wiped. There is so much energy. There's so much going on. Uh, Captain Paul, Colonel Ange, Voice Talent Ed, Mick the Brit. We all went to our respective rooms. I turned the air conditioning down to about 65 where it was nice and cool and proceeded to just crash on the bed till about 8.30. Totally out cold. So afterward, we went down on the veranda at the beautiful Ballantine, enjoying some cigars, a, a light meal. And then afterwards, Captain Paul, Colonel Ange were retiring, and I said to Mick the Brit and Voice Talon Ed, why don't we go into the gallery bar and let's do a little, I've got an idea, we're going to do a little tasting. We're going to do a, a, a libation tasting. And it hit me we would do the Balvini line of single malt scotch whiskeys. You can do this at home, too. Now, the cool thing about this was, and these were expensive whiskeys that we sampled, but we were able to take one shot of each, and everybody, all three of us, were able to get a, a just an ample amount to sample and to be able to conduct a tasting maneuver. So let me tell you what we did for the vertical tasting, and you can do the same thing. We started with the Balvini Single Barrel 15. We then went to the Balvini Doublewood 12. Then we sampled the Balvini Doublewood 17. From there, we went to one of the Balvini's outstanding selections, the Portwood 21. 21 years of age. Absolutely delightful. And we finished it off with the Caribbean cask. Now, let's tell you how I conducted these tasting maneuvers because you can do the same thing in your man cave, in your lounge, outside, wherever you'd like to do it with the company of fellow alpha males, or even some females as well. They will enjoy this as well. We had a couple of females that were looking at us at the bar saying, what are you doing? And when we explained it, they said, boy, that's a great idea. I mean, they were getting into it. They almost wanted to partake in enjoying some of these fine Balvini whiskeys. But there was only enough for Voice Talent Ed, Mick the Brit, and I to properly make the sampling. So here's what we did. We took all five bottles. We had the bartender place all five bottles in the order that I selected on the bar. We then placed a single glass. Now, all these bottles were in front of me, but we placed a single whiskey glass in front of each of the bottles, total of five. Then I had him pour a shot into each one of the glasses. We let it sit for a short amount of time. And then Voice Talent Ed, Mick the Brit, and I discussed what we were going to taste, the sampling methods, how we were going to go about it. So after we allowed those to rest for a few minutes and uh, to the for the aromas and the taste to release, uh, 
What we then did was we looked at the colors. We looked at the notes of all the colors of the five whiskeys. We then took sniffs of each of the whiskeys before we did any tasting. Then we took our first selection, the Balvini Single Barrel 15, aged 15 years in a single barrel. We then sniffed the Balvini Single Barrel 15 for the bouquet, for the aroma. Then we sampled it in our mouth, took a small sample, let it sit, we swallowed it. And then we each took notes. We did this for all five Balvinis. Then we went back again without any delay, took sips of each of the whiskeys, took a sip of water in between so that we would have a very good gauge. And I will tell you that when you conduct a vertical tasting of any spirit, whether it is single malt scotch whiskey, whether it is small batch bourbon, whether it is a Cabernet wine, whether it is a vodka, whether it is a gin, craft beer, whatever, when you have them side by side, at the same time, that's when you are able to certainly notice the various nuances, both on the nose and on the palate. It is a very unique way to sample, and you will find that you will enjoy the experience far more when you can do a vertical tasting all at once. Because let's face it, you may I, I could taste uh, the Balvini Caribbean cask that's in front of me today. I could take a sip today, then take a taste of the Balvini Doublewood 12, let's say tomorrow, but I wouldn't be able to get that exact comparison. I would be able to take to taste a rough difference, but I wouldn't be able to get that exact comparison. So let me give you very quickly my tasting notes. The single barrel 15. First of all, the single barrel 15, and I'm looking for the exact price here because I wanted to make sure I can give, and even before we did the prices, the first thing we did before we even talked about prices is we actually just went and sampled the various amounts. And then we said, hey, what do you think? How much do you think this should be? All right. So the single barrel 15, it was warm. It was spicy on the palate, slightly edgy on the way down, subtle notes of sweetness. It was very sharp, very sharp sharpness on the back of the palate. Big notes of the barrel wood that they used on the nose. When you smelled it, it was a very pungent, almost mildewy scent, but you could smell that wood right on the nose. Very sharp. That would go with a fuller-flavored cigar. Suggested retail of the single-barrel 15 in the $75 category. Then we went to the Double Wood, the Double Wood 12. It was uh, very clean and bright on the nose, sharp, brisk, and lively. Very smooth. Suggested retail there was in the $45 category. Then we went up to the Double Wood 17. Now, on the Double Wood 17, what we found was... It was fruity on the on the nose, a fruity bouquet, but very subtle. I found that the taste differential between the Doublewood 17 and the Doublewood 15 was very, very slight. It was slightly smoother than the Doublewood 12, but very hard to detect. And here's the kicker. By being able to do a vertical side-by-side tasting, I was able to determine that the nuances... These very, very slight taste differences, in my estimation, I didn't believe they were worth almost over double the price between the Doublewood 12 to the Doublewood 17. Doublewood 12 is in the $45, $50 category. The Doublewood 17 you'll find between maybe $115 to $130. So it is more than double, less than triple. But I said, is there that much differentiation to pay two and a half times more than the Doublewood 12? Personally, the answer to me was no. 
Then we went to the Doublewood eight, uh, correction, the Portwood 21. That was magnificent. The Portwood 21 had an extremely aromatic bouquet. It was calm on the pa- on the nose, deep golden color. It was smooth in taste. It was round. It was pleasant. It was bright. That Portwood adds just a nice distinctive flavor to the single malt whiskey. Magnificent. Hints of vanilla and cinnamon on the way down. My five-star selection, and it was the most expensive of the tasting. Go figure. $199 suggested retail. The Portwood 21. And we finished with a Caribbean cask, which is being just flying off the shelves. Bright and lively bouquet. It is rich, bold, expansive, delicious, very spicy. You can really taste some of the nuances of the rum cask. Age 14 years, suggested retail, 60 bucks. So what were my... Order of finish, well, the Portwood 21 was my number one choice. The Doublewood 12 at 45 to 50 bucks was number two. The number three selection was the Doublewood 17 at 125 to 130 dollars. And then the Caribbean cask was number four. And the single barrel 15 I found was just too sharp for my palate. A little bit too sharp. But for those of you that like a bold, rich, heavy whiskey or a, uh, a, a beer that's very hoppy, a little bit of bite on the palate, you will like the single barrel 15. And here's another little one that if you ever have the chance to try, you should. And I am waiting. In fact, I am hoping that Lauren Cousin, the national brand ambassador, when we speak to him, will save a little bit of uh, of this special Balvini for me. And I'm talking about the Balvini 40-year-old. It is 40 years, dark hue, very dense aroma, very a uh, lot of vanilla, hints of sweetness, a bottle, 750-millimeter bottle, $4,000. He may give me one-tenth of a sip if I'm lucky. But here's the point, lieutenants. You don't have to spend tons of money to enjoy it. You get four, five, six people together. Go out to a bar and everybody just uh, get five or six of, of, of any type of spirit. You will find it will be a very unique experience. And we'll be joined by Balvini brand manager Lauren Cousin at the bottom of the hour to talk about my tasting notes and a little bit about the more about the Balvini line. And I think it'll pair up nicely with my Caribbean cask with my Boris 11 cigar that I will enjoy today. Lieutenants, if you care to join us, Nationwide Cigar and Pleasure Friendly Hotlines now are open. You'll be greeted by the lovely Miss Kate at 877 877- Dave007, 877-328-3007. Follow me at Twitter, at Cigar Dave Show, Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave, our website, CigarDave.com. Those are the ways to reach me. We shall continue with the National Cigar Litation Ceremony and a hint of my Balvini Caribbean Cask 14 next. Your passport to pleasure. The Cigar Dave Show. The General Pontificates 24-7 on Twitter at Cigar Dave Show. True excellence endures even as taste and fashions change. In the world of luxury cigars, the bold new H. Upman Legacy embodies this legendary brand's true excellence in a stylish contemporary cigar. To smoke an H. Upman Legacy is to experience a modern legacy, a modern legacy that begins with select leaves from the excellent 2008 vintage, leaves cultivated from seeds prized by growers for generations. A dark mountain-grown Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper highlights the robust blend. Flawless craftsmanship and H. Upman Hallmark is evident in Legacy. Created by the loving hands of dedicated artisans, Legacy is a vibrant, complex, fuller body 
Street Smoke, favored by today's connoisseur. Experience a modern legacy, H. Upman legacy, true excellence in a cigar crafted for today. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General Warning, cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. I cannot tell you how many times lieutenants come up to me and say, General, I wish I could enjoy the same great cigars you get to sample before everyone else. Well, good news. For the last nine years, you've been able to do that. If you've joined my Cigar Dave's Officers Club, every month you will receive three cigars direct to your door shipped in a fantastic Officers Club custom Ziploc cigar pouch. Membership is $22.95 per month. There's no long-term contracts. You're not satisfied? You can cancel whenever you want. It makes a great gift for birthdays, holidays. In fact, I suggest you take an Officers Club membership and spoil yourself. Sample the gamut from mild to full, natural to Maduro, robusto to perfecto. The Cigar Dave's Officers Club has great cigars delivered to you every single month. Join today at CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club and enjoy great cigars. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Lightation Maneuvers. I have come up with an outstanding pairing today. My Lightation Cigar shall be a Boris 11 from Corona Cigar, Jeff Borshowitz. When I uh, visited him this week, was kind enough to give me some Boris 11s, named after his first son, Boris. And I also have some Van 22s named after his second son that he brought in several weeks ago during the cigar draft. But the Boris 11 is a beautiful looking cigar that'll pair nicely with my Balvini Caribbean Cask 14. Now I have the Toro in my hand. You know, Jeff always knows my favorite size. The Toro followed by the Corona. Can't go wrong. So I have the Boris 11 Toro in Connecticut. Comes in both a Connecticut and a Maduro. Nice, mild to medium flavored cigar, Connecticut shade wrapper. The Maduro version uses a broadleaf uh, Maduro wrapper, Connecticut broadleaf. It's a mild, creamy cigar. 
has some Dominican Olor, Cubano, San Vicente. Very nice stick. And the price on it, I consider it a super premium cigar. When you taste it, you'll know why. Suggested retail is in the $12 category for this Boris 11. Made at an outstanding factory by an outstanding cigar manufacturer down in the Dominican Republic. Very nice cigar. Nice little band. I will enjoy that today. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Self-sharpening, double-edged stainless steel guillotine ready to go. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. Well, my Cigar Dave's signature prototype from the R&D Labs. Five jet flames ready for action. Cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two... One. Here comes the cut. Beautiful. Perfect cut. I'll toast the foot of this Boris 11 Connecticut. Oh, this is going to go nicely with my Balvini Caribbean cask. Cannot wait. Nice litation. Nice libation selection. I will puff and rotate. Mm. Nice. Ooh. Mm. You know, sometimes you've seen an explosion in the number of fuller-flavored cigars. Sometimes a mild to medium cigar is pleasant. It's nice. Some of the cigars the last number of years have gotten just absolutely so full-flavored and rich that it's almost just a little bit overkill. It's too much sometimes. So this is very nice. Nice uh, flavor on the palate. This will go very nicely with my Balvini Caribbean cask number 14. In fact, I think this combination... It's like a party in your mouth. I think Nish Patel would have to agree on that. Let me take a little bit of, uh, open up the Balvini Caribbean Cask 14. Pour that a little bit. Nice. Take a little bit of taste of that. Mmm. Oh, mmm. You can taste the rum barrel on there. Nice finishing. Goes beautifully. And when we come back, lieutenants, we'll be joined by Lauren Cousin, the national brand ambassador for Balvini. Talk about my tasting notes. And a little bit about the Balvini process, because Balvini, the first Scotch whiskey distiller to really use several barrels in the aging process. So we will talk with him. We'll take your calls, 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. Alpha Male Pleasure Maneuvers continue. Alpha Male Conversational Maneuvers continue on The Cigar Dave Show. This is Rocky Patel, and every day our personal rights and privileges are being taken away by the federal government so we can enjoy what we love, our cigars. We introduce the freedom to celebrate all the time and energy spent in Washington, D.C., fighting for the rights of cigar smokers and against unfair tax and regulation. This cigar has a beautiful Oscuro wrapper that, when combined with the variety of Nicaraguan tobaccos, produces a rich, spicy flavor. The smoke of this complex cigar introduces spice with hints of sweet espresso and cocoa with a slight touch of oak and nut on the back of your palate. So celebrate life and protect your right by enjoying and reaching out for a Rocky Patel Freedom Cigar. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General warning, cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. 
Glacier Command and Control. It's the General Cigar Dave. Well, it's only appropriate we play a little Scottish music since we're going to be talking about some Scotch whiskey. And joining us from the Scottish Festival in Kansas City, Missouri, we have Lorne Cousin. He is the National Brand Ambassador in the U.S. for Balvini, or I should say the Balvini Distillery. Lorne, welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. Great to have you. Hi, Dave. How are you? How's it going? Fantastic. Well, I spoke about last Saturday evening. I was in Charlotte uh, doing a live broadcast, and afterwards I had the opportunity to do a vertical tasting. And I tasted, along with uh, two of my colleagues, the Balvini Single Barrel 15, the Doublewood 12, the Doublewood 17, the Portwood 21, the Caribbean Cask. And what I found amazing was you could really differentiate the nuances when you tasted each one of those whiskeys side by side, as opposed to trying one one day and then another, maybe a day or two later. And here was my my favorite by far, the Portwood 21. I just thought it was aromatic. I love this smooth, round, pleasant, and bright taste to it. Uh, and then followed by the Doublewood 12, and and uh, behind that, the Doublewood 17, followed by the Caribbean cask. The single barrel 15, I found, was a little bit too sharp for my palate. But that's the great thing. You have something for everybody's palate. That's right, Dave. Yes, uh, we're, very, we're very proud of that. Uh, Portwood 21 in particular, uh, I'm glad you liked that because it actually won Supreme Spirit in the world, not just Best Whiskey in the world, but Best Spirit in the world. Uh, International Wines and Spirits Challenge in, in San Francisco a couple of years ago. So, so you picked the top one for sure. Um, but yes, the Bovenia is something for everyone. It's the most handcrafted single malt Scotch whiskey. But uh, also, our malt master, David Stewart, he actually pioneered the concept of finishing whiskey in different casks. So as you know, you've got a rum finish, a sherry finish, a port finish. It was David who actually pioneered that. So uh, we're very proud of that. Lauren, would you expect anything else of this general except to pick the finest of the Balvini spirits? I've got good taste. Yes, good vibe. <laughs> good taste. Exactly. Now, before we talk about Balvini uh, has been around since 1892. Now, how recent was it when the Balvini distillery decided to start uh, doing a, a secondary aging of their uh, whiskeys in various other casks? Yes, well, it's quite unusual. Not a lot of people know this, but until the 1960s, the whole world really drank blended whiskey. So single malts are on their own are really relatively new from since the 1960s. Um, but David Stewart, a malt master in the mid-1980s, early 1980s, came up with the concept of finishing in a different cask. Whereas prior to that, most whiskey had been matured in a bourbon cask or a sherry cask on its own. But David said, well, why don't we transfer it into something else? And he created these beautiful finishes. So that was early 1980s. Yep. Well, it's interesting because Balvini actually you grow your own barley, uh, if I'm not right. if I'm not mistaken. So you really yes. you're almost uh, like a vertically integrated cigar manufacturer that grows their own tobacco and 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 handles all the manufacturing, the aging. You do the same thing. Why? What difference does that make in the Balvini range of uh, single malt whiskies? Yeah, well, you're right, Dave. Um, we we still practice the five layer crafts of whiskey making. We grow our own barley. We've got our own traditional floor maltings. We've got our own coppersmith, 54 years, um, and we've got our own cooperage, the guys who make and maintain the barrels, and of course, the malt master's been doing it for, you know, with us for 50 years. So it's very handcrafted. The guys make it with a passion. It's a traditional way. We say it's the right way to make whiskey, um, and I think our consumers enjoy that. They appreciate that. Let me talk about some of the uh, the tasting notes I had. As I mentioned, the single barrel 15 I thought was very edgy, very sharp for me, but I thought it was very interesting. And, and, and I always tell people, 
whether it's a cigar, a wine, a whiskey, you don't have to necessarily go out and uh, and spend the most amount of money to get maximum enjoyment. I'll give you an example. I thought the Doublewood 12 was great. That was my number two selection out of the five we tasted. And the Doublewood 17 was my my uh, my selection right after that. But one of the things that I said was this to me and for my palate, the the taste, the nuances were so slight that I looked and said, you know, do I think it's worth spending maybe two or two and a half times the amount of a Doublewood 12? And my answer was probably not. Now, the Portwood 21, I would pay $200 a bottle for that because I thought it was exceptional. So the what I found is that every people should really do a vertical tasting, and that way you get an idea of what you like. Because let's face it, when you go into a spirit store, you see all these bottles of single malt scotches or bourbons or whatever the case is, and there is absolutely no way to know what each tastes like from the from the label. You have to conduct a tasting, and so by doing that vertical tasting with two other uh, colleagues, two friends, we were able to really appreciate the nuances and the taste characteristics and flavor profiles far better than if we just picked one, tried it, waited a few weeks later, bought another bottle, and sampled that. Yes, yes, no, that's right. It's, it's great to try them all, and as you say, do them together. You can compare um, the seventeen double. The special thing about that is it was brought out to commemorate David Stewart's 50th anniversary with us. So I know it's only five years older than the 12, but the 12 was his first big successful creation, uh, the 12 Doublewood, and it's still around. It's beautiful, of course. What is the, the most... 17... I'm sorry, go ahead. So, yeah, so the 17 is, is, was introduced last year to commemorate the 50th anniversary. So it's a wee bit special. That's the price difference. Um, but it's quite different, yeah. I mean, it's uh, smoother, less sherry in the, in the tongue, perhaps, in the nose. And different flavor notes, obviously. Uh, yeah, but, uh, but it's best to taste them all together. And, and as you say, you can notice a, a difference amongst them all. Something for everyone. Exactly. Now, now let me ask you, we're with, joined by Lauren Cousin. He's the national brand ambassador for Balvini. You're in Kansas City today. Now, are you wearing your kilt for the Scottish Festival, Lauren? I, I'm not. I didn't pack it, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't pack your kilt? Wait a minute. You're supposed to always travel with your kilt. I know I usually have one up my sleeve somewhere, but yeah. <laughs> actually, I was going to say it, in the summer it's probably more comfortable to wear the kilt because it's cooler than than trousers. Yes, well, it's actually people think it's, it's a heavy material wool, but it's uh, it's actually yes, it's very comfortable. <laughs> now, what is the number one selling uh, uh, whiskey in the Balvini lineup? I would say it would be the Doublewood Twelve. The Doublewood Twelve, number one seller. So you'd yeah. consider that your flagship, and then followed by what do you think the number two seller is now? Uh, well, the number Doublewood number twelve, Doublewood Twelve is the number one seller. Um, the Caribbean Cast Fourteen is very popular, particularly in the US. Well, um, I know that for a fact. The Caribbean it, Fourteen, you know, from finish. It's very interesting. I was down at uh, Rocky Patel Burn Cigar Lounge down in Naples. And uh, Rocky and I were talking, and we're talking to the manager. They cannot keep the Balvini Caribbean Cask 14 on the shelf. It is flying. And there are a number of other places that I go here in the Cigar City of Tampa. They tell me the exact same thing. It's priced nicely. It's a very approachable single malt a scotch whiskey. Uh, and you really can taste that rum, the nuance from that rum barrel, which I think imparts just a tad bit of sweetness uh, on the on the whiskey. Yes, that's right. Um, it's very popular. Um, we actually we blend the rum. David Stewart blends the rum himself from the Caribbean, and then he seasons the cask with it, and then we take it out, and then the 14-year-old Balvenie whiskey goes into that cask for six to nine months. Now, it's an amazing concept. It's delicious. 
Now, tell me about the Portwood, because that was my favorite. That is age 21 years. You transfer those to Port Casks. After how many years of aging in the initial uh, oak barrels do you do you transfer the Balvini Portwood over to the uh, cask, the Port Cask? Yes, it's actually it's 21 years in the American oak bourbon cask, and then it goes into the Port Cask or Port Pipe, they call it. So it's actually 21 years in the first cask, and then again, six months, six months to nine months in the second cask. Which is so the, sh- the oh, six months makes that big of a difference on the on the finish of the whiskey. That's right, it does. And um, finishing is technically up to two years, but uh, we do, we never do it that long because it would overpower the first spirit. And um, so six to nine months is about right. It gives it a delicious finish. Lauren, would I be correct in saying that all of the Balvini single malt whiskeys start as the same uh, mash, if you will, the same blend, and then what? It, what changes it is either the age or the finishing cask. Yes, that's right. We make the same spirit, and it generally goes into uh, American oak casks, traditional whiskey casks, occasionally a sherry cask, but it starts the same, and then David decides what to do with it after 10 years or so. That's, that's the skill in his job is knowing when it's ready or knowing what to do with it. Now let me ask you about, there's a couple other ones that are kind of on the rare side. One is called the Balvini Tun, T-U-N, 1401, Batch 6. Tell me about that, because I've ne- that is very, very rare. Yes, we, we're teasing your listeners here. Uh, <laughs> it's very rare, but this is amazing. It's a, a ton is a big vessel, a big vat, and uh, David Stewart ma- managed together or blends together up to nine or ten different whiskies from Balvenny. Um, batch six was nine, seven bourbon casks, and two cherry casks married together in this ton. Uh, and the oldest was, so it was almost 40 years old. It's amazing, beautiful whiskey. And what's the suggested retail if you can find the ton fourteen oh one? if you can find it, it's around two hundred and fifty dollars a bottle. Now you can find it, but it's very scarce. But there is another one coming out, so uh, watch this space. <laughs> I will. I will definitely do that. Now the Balvini forty, age forty years. That is uh, very u- unique because your your master distiller David Stewart has taken small amounts of uh, of Balvini in four, if I am not mistaken, four different uh, hogsheads and then three sherry butts. And then they, uh, they've been aged for 40 years, and that, I think, is $4,000 a bottle. What is the flavor characteristic? What is the taste of the 40 on the palate? Yeah, yeah it's delicious, Steve. It's beautiful. Um, when you nose it, it's almost just like wedding cake or Christmas cake, you know, fruit cake, because there's a lot of sherry in it, obviously. Um, it's delicious tobacco, chocolate, spices, and toffee and vanilla, of course, because it's from Bovey, honey. But um, it's a darker spirit, but delicious. Yeah, the 40-year-old Bovey is lovely. And I want to ask you one other question, Lauren. The Balvini 50. I have never seen the Balvini 50 at any of the spirits establishments that I go to, although I am uh, quite sure that my good friend Jason Beyer over at Spirits 365 in the uh, Cigar City area over in St. Petersburg can probably get his hands on that for me. But uh, tell me about that uh, Balvini 50, because first of all, it's packaged in a very, very unique uh, uh, container. Yes, that's right. Uh, the Balvenie 50 we brought out last year to celebrate David Stewart, the Maltmaster's 50th year with us. So it's the longest-serving Maltmaster in Scottish whiskey history. Um, but there were only 10 bottles for the U.S. Uh, it was a sherry cask, um, purely a sherry cask, and there were about 90 bottles left in it, um, 88 for the whole world released. So it was very special and delicious. And as you say, it was packaged in a beautiful wooden uh, cask made out of a number of different types of oak, from around Scotland and Britain. So it's a beautiful cask, yeah. And what is the suggested retail if you can find a bottle of the Balvini 50? 
Yes, it was around $33,000, I believe. $33,000. All right, here's what we're going to do, yep. Lieutenants. What we're going to do is we're going to get 33,000 of our listeners. We're each going to put in a buck, and we each get maybe like one one-hundredth of a milliliter of a taste, but just enough to say we had the Balvini 50. And uh, I'm sure that's got to be a very, very special uh, whiskey, and, and I'm sure you've sampled it, so you're one of the lucky ones. It was very fortunate, Dave, to sample it at the Balvenie Distillery. It was liquid gold. <laughs> that's all you can say. And, and I'm sure you like them all, Lauren, but what is your favorite of the Balvenies? If you were to choose one that, that you enjoy on a regular basis of the entire lineup, what is your favorite? Uh, it changes, too, because I do I do drink a lot of them. I'm very fortunate. I, it varies from month to month. At the moment, my favorite, Portwood 21, of course, the one you like, and the new Single Barrel 12, which has just come out, which is a single barrel American Oak bourbon cast, delicious. How does that differentiate from the Single Barrel 15? Because the Single Barrel 15 was very sharp uh, on the palate to yeah. me. Is that a little milder, or is it a little bit sharper? Uh, it's three years difference, obviously, but also the 15 was a refill cask, which means it's been used once before, whereas this is a first fill. So I think you'd like it. It's a sweet vanilla kind of flavor, almost uh, very sweet, very approachable. So a little um, bit smoother. Yeah. And, and what I found was on that single barrel 15, as I said, it, to me it had almost a pungent mildewy scent. Not mildewy, but it was like you can smell that wood. There's like a wood aroma. If you go into a uh, an old house that has the wood exposed, you can almost get that aroma on the palate, on the nose. I found it was the same thing. So with that single barrel 12, uh, or does a single barrel 15, because it uses the two types of barrels, does that give it a little bit more sharpness? Uh, well, it, remember, it's a bit hotter as well. It's slightly stronger. Most of the other ones were 43%. Oh, so it's, okay, it's, it's a higher proof. Higher proof, 47.8. So that's probably contributing to why you thought it was hotter. Excellent. And 12 is also hotter, but uh, it's delicious, yeah. Excellent. Well, uh, I have to tell you, Lauren, I I'm a big Balvini fan. I always have been. Sommelier Dave Cavanis that comes in here. We've done numerous tastings. And uh, next time you're in the Cigar City, we have to bring you back into Humidor 1A. I will. Thank you very much, Steve. Nice to speak to you. Excellent. That is uh, brand ambassador Lauren Cousin of the Balvini Distillery over in Scotland. And he is in Kansas City today for the Scottish Festival. And as I said, lieutenants, you don't have to spend 33000 for a bottle of Balvini 50. But I'll tell you what, you go out and maybe between, oh, five, six of you, you go out to one of your favorite watering holes, one of your favorite uh, bars or taverns, and if they have the full range of Balvini or a full range of any other type of bourbon or any other spirit, everybody uh, put in maybe 30 40 bucks, and then go ahead and get four or five different of the uh, – of the shots of each of the various uh, libations, take a taste, take notes, and it's a it's an enjoyable way to spend uh, an hour, an hour and a half in an evening, and you cap it off with a cigar. Life is good. Lieutenants, we'll go to the phones at 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. If it's about cigars, if it is about libations, if it's about delicacies, if it's about being an alpha male with nads of steel and the good life, then you'll hear about it right here on The Cigar Dave Show. Cigars, spirits, diversions, dames, and the alpha male good life. The Cigar, the Cigar Dave, Show. Dave Show. It's an
exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number no. 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium Diamond Crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Introducing a brave cigar for a new age, a bold and spirited Teyamo revolution. This uniquely blended innovative smoke is the latest creation of Alejandro Turent, fifth generation of the world's oldest and most highly esteemed family of cigar makers and tobacco growers. Superbly handcrafted by artisans of virtuoso skill, Teyamo Revolution features a powerhouse San Andres Habano wrapper surrounding a compelling blend of San Andres and Nicaraguan tobaccos. Loaded with intense, satisfying taste and a tantalizing aroma profile, this fuller-bodied cigar embodies everything today's cigar connoisseur their desires. Daringly rich and fiercely flavorful, Revolution is here to shake things up and take your smoking pleasure to places it's never been before. Te Amo Revolution. Get ready for a cigar that will rock your world. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. of pleasure are hazardous to your happiness. For your protection and sanity, they've been vaporized. All right, let's go to the phones. First up, we go to Bob in New Mexico. You are front and center with the general. How are you doing today, General Long Ash? Fantastic. Back at you, Bob. Uh, yes, sir. Um, I've been smoking cigars roughly six months. Um, I've only smoked Monte Cristo Platinums, and I absolutely love those. And I was going to get a recommendation on something along the same uh, same lines there. All right. Well, if you like the Monte Cristo Platinum, that that is a me. I would say the Monte Cristo Platinum is a medium, medium plus cigar. It's a very nice cigar. So uh, now let me ask you: How did you discover the Monte Cristo Platinum? What was it about that cigar that? Uh, a friend of mine gave me one, and I've uh, as soon as I smoked it. I went home and uh, ordered uh, a box, and I'm starting to – actually, I ordered a couple of boxes. I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm getting low, and I want to try something a little bit different, exp expand my horizon a little bit. Okay. Well, first of all, that Monte Cristo Platinum is a great cigar. uses a nice uh, San Andreas Cubano wrapper, so it is very nice. And it's on the medium, medium plus side, as I mentioned. I'm going to give you a recommendation of another Monte Cristo that I think is just in that flavor category with some slight nuances, but boy, is it smooth. It is the Monte Cristo Epic. It uses an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, uh, a Nicaraguan binder, and uses a Nicaraguan and a Dominican filler tobaccos. 
And the reason I would point you there is clearly you are a Monte Cristo man. You like you don't mind spending uh, a good amount for a great cigar. And the Monte Cristo, I think when you say Monte Cristo, I think that connotes uh, an exceptional cigar. It just makes a statement in and of itself. It is certainly the creme de la creme in the world of cigars. And a recognized brand name, I think, around the world. So if you like that Monte Cristo Platinum, I would try the Monte Cristo Epic, and it'll have a different flavor profile because of the Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. But it is smooth. I mentioned to Janelle Rosenfeld and Gene Tipton of Altatus last week. They were on the show as we debuted the new H. Upman Legacy uh, Magnum size. I said to them that, to me, they launched great cigars last year. They had the Romeo by Romeo e Giulietta. I love the Tiamo Revolution. But to me, I thought the Monte Cristo Epic was the, was the, the absolute hit from Altadas last year at the Cigar Retailers Convention. And it is a beautiful cigar, very well made. The packaging is exceptional, exquisite cigar. I would pick some of those up. Try those. I think that would be a good way for you to go. So that would be my first recommendation. Clearly, you like the Monte Cristo. I would try the Monte Cristo Epic. And I'll tell you what I'll do for you. I don't have any Monte Cristo Epics here. However, I do have some SLR Gen 2, the St. Louis Ray Gen 2. We talked about it on the show last week. That's going to be also on the medium to full-bodied side, maybe slightly just a hair below full. Nice price, nice cigar. We'll send a sampler of those and go pick up some of those H. Upman, or correction, those Monte Cristo Epics, and I think you'll be good to go. Yes, sir. Thank you very much, General. My pleasure. Let's go to Mike in Michigan. You are front and center. Long ashes, General. Back at you, Mike. Yeah, I got a question. I've been smoking, um, I drive truck and I have a daily cigar, and I've been ha- having uh, Party Gras Pronto Black Label. Oh, okay, Partigas Black Label, yes. Yes. Uh, has their quality changed? Uh, to me, it seems like they aren't as spicy as they used to be. And I've, I've tried uh, Romeo and Julieto's uh, 1875 uh, Romeo, and I don't care for them. Uh, I got to say, on the well, weekend, well, well, when I can sit down, I have a punch uh, Corona, which I absolutely love. Okay, now it's very interesting because that Partagas Black is a super full flavored cigar. We launched it on the Cigar Dave Show in 2000 uh, here in Tampa at the Cigar Retailers Convention. That is a very full-flavored cigar. Now, the Romeo 1875 that you mentioned, that's a mild to medium-flavored. That's more on the, I would say, light-medium side. So you can't really compare one to the other. And what it sounds to me like, you like a fuller-flavored cigar, and the Romeo is a great cigar, just didn't have the flavor characteristic that you were looking for. So you need, obviously, something that's going to be on the fuller-flavored side. So let me give you some recommendations on that that I think you would very much enjoy. Um, first of all, if you want something that's going to be on the full flavored cigar, uh, full flavored side, I would tell you that you should try the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Maduro. It's a very nice cigar, a lot of flavor on that. I would highly recommend that. Another cigar that I would actually also recommend the SLR Serie G in the Maduro. It's a dark wrapper. It is a full flavored cigar. Nice price in the 6 $7 area. Can't go wrong with that. And another cigar that's going to be on the fuller side that I think is very nice is the uh, Brickhouse Mighty Mighty Maduro. It's going to be medium plus to full. Great price. You can't go wrong with any of those. And here's what I'll do for you. I'll shoot you out some of those Brickhouse Mighty Mighty Maduros. Mike, you give us a call back, and you let me know how those uh, selections I gave you turned out. Okay, well done. All right, you. Lieutenant, oh, sour number two of the Cigar Dave show is coming your way next. Stand by. This is 
CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Anything we say, anything we do, anything we think, it seems Big Brother is watching and listening. Now, I haven't weighed in on the latest from the government Big Brother snooping on our conversation, our calls with their Operation Prism, but you can be sure that I will, because I was a little bit fired up when I heard about it and then read about it, but we've got a lot going on today. We'll be joined in just a few minutes by three 18-year-old alpha males in training that I met in the Charlotte Theater of Operations, Private John, Sam, and Brett. They're not wussified. They're disciples of this general. There is hope for the next generation. We have much to get to this hour. We'll do it starting now. And we welcome you back. Hour number two of the Cigar Dave Show, America's Alpha Male in Chief, 877-DAVE-007, 877-328-3007. Jump on the lines as we enjoy good life, alpha male, pleasure conversational maneuvers. If you care to follow me at Twitter, at Cigar Dave Show, Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. We've also set up a SoundCloud account, so we are going to be posting audio to multiple sources. We're going to be posting it not only in the iTunes podcast store, not only in other RSS podcast feeds, but also on SoundCloud. In fact, our two daily briefings we did this week are available at SoundCloud, and I just sent out a Facebook message and a tweet of the daily briefing I did with the three 18-year-old alpha males in training. It is rated R. Again, I love those daily briefings when I can be uncut, uncensored, no holes bar. I can tell it like it is. In fact, I received emails from people saying, General, we need more of this. This is how it should be all the time. Well, we're going to start giving it to you more of the time. And I just approved the final iteration of the Cigar Dave mobile apps. They will start appearing in the uh, Google Play Store late next week, followed by the Apple iTunes Store as soon as they're approved. So we're hoping by late next week, early the following week, you'll be able to get the Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the show on your smartphone, your iPhone, your Droid. You'll be able to listen to all of our podcast archives, our daily briefings, any special bulletins, all available through the new Cigar Dave mobile app coming your way late next week. Very excited about it, and you should be too. Uh, I just sent out a tweet and a Facebook message where I send the link. I uh, copy the link to the daily briefing from Monday with my conversation of the three 18-year-olds. So if you're not following me at Twitter or Facebook, do so now. I use that to uh, get the word out on many of those items. All right, lieutenants, as always, we love talking about the good life. We love talking about alpha male pleasure maneuvers. love talking about cigars. I would like nothing more 
than to be able to basically just sit here, talk about things that I enjoy about, talk about the good life, not have any threat of the pleasure police or or anybody else interfering in what we want to do. But unfortunately, that is not the case. Warning, warning, threat con pleasure. Activate appropriate countermeasures. From the People's Republic of California. It's fantastic, things of this nation, that snitch. I love being governor, you know, it's great. I have my smoking tent, it was fantastic. I got lots of girls, I, I divorced Maria, but now I'm partying my ass off, it's fantastic. Well, it's not so fantastic in the People's Republic of California. Last year, Assemblyman Mark Levine, taxocrat from San Rafael, California, introduced a bill that would make it illegal for you to enjoy a cigar or smoke a cigar or any type of tobacco product inside a residential property that contains two or more units with one or more shared walls, floors, ceilings, or ventilation systems. In other words, condos, townhouses, apartment buildings, multi-dwelling units, be illegal. Last year, Taxocrat Levine proposed this in the Committee of Housing and Community Development. It was defeated in Committee 5-2. to two. However, Taxocrat Mark Levine has reintroduced this bill, has resurrected it as uh, Assembly Bill 746. And if this bill were to pass... The only smoking that would be permitted in a multifamily dwelling would be in designated areas at least 20 feet away from residential units. Additionally, designated smoking areas would have to be clearly marked and at least 100 feet away from areas primarily used by the children. The bill states that violators of the new rules would receive a written warning for a first offense, a fine of up to $100 for a second offense, and a fine of up to $200 for a third violation. And violating this proposed smoking measure would be a criminal infraction. So, you could technically be evicted because many leases say that if there's any criminal activity that goes on in your apartment or uh, whatever you're renting, you can be evicted. So now all of a sudden, we have a taxocrat that would like to criminalize enjoying a cigar. This, to me, is another intrusion Another example of government overreach. Another example of a nanny state government. It is totally unnecessary. There is no respect in this bill for private property rights. Cigars are legal. You have rights on your private property. Now, in most cases, what's amazing to me is, and I've got a friend who lives in a condo, and he said that he's been smoking cigars there for I don't know how long, Nobody ever knew. And then all of a sudden, somebody saw him smoking a cigar outside while walking to his car. And then on another floor, not even the same floor that he resides on, another guest, another resident said, well, wait a minute. This person is smoking cigars and the cigar smoke is wafting into my apartment or my condo. Never mind that, that this person, she lived three or four stories below the cigar connoisseur friend of mine. Never mind that he'd been in this condo for seven, eight years. Longer, I think almost 10 years. 10 years, never a peep, never a word, never a complaint. Only when she saw this person, this friend of mine, smoking his cigar, 
when he lit up a cigar going outside to his car, then all of a sudden she had an epiphany. It is imagined in most cases. Most people can't tell the difference. Well, he is in the state of Florida, has the legal right to enjoy a cigar in his condo. In California, that would be illegal. This must be stopped. Those of you in the People's Republic of California, you need to make your voice heard. It is absolutely unacceptable to me. Let me talk about the revelation that the NSA, the National Spook Agency, is now hardwired into numerous servers by pri- private companies that Verizon turned over all their caller information, not all their, their, not the names, but the names can easily be matched over the last three, four months. Now, the government will tell you that it is necessary to fight terrorism, and to a degree, they're right. Do we want to try to be more vigilant? Sure. Obama yesterday stumbled. Oh, by the way, did you see Obama yesterday? Did you see him? He was about to make a speech in, uh, I think it was California, and his speech wasn't on the lectern, wasn't on the teleprompter, and he fumbled around for like two minutes. Uh, uh, I, I'd like to, uh, I, I, I'd like to uh, uh, introduce everybody here, but uh, I, I don't have my speech in front of me here. Oh, oh somebody's got to get that speech for me. Somebody's, uh, uh, well, somebody's sweating back there. Well, he was the one sweating. This guy cannot even ad lib. Last week, I made remarks about the 69th anniversary of D-Day, Operation Overlord, which took place on Thursday. June 6th, 1944, this past Thursday, was the 69th anniversary. And by the way, did anybody see anything on any of the newscasts? Did you hear the president, while he was in North Carolina, or on his fundraising trip to California, mention the 69th anniversary of D-Day? I didn't. If you did... Please call us at 877-DAVE-007. Send me an email. Post a message at Facebook or Twitter. Let me know. I didn't hear a damn word. I could tell you that I tweeted out multiple messages as well as Facebook messages to symbolize the significance and importance of that day. People went about their business, had absolutely no clue what was going on, including our president. Shameful. I digress. The president, I, I know what I was going to say, I, in Charlotte, I could, when, when I, I made a, a impassioned speech, comments about the importance of remembering D-Day, it was off the cuff, it was totally unscripted, anybody that was in Charlotte will attest to that, I had no notes, never once looked down at anything, I don't travel with a teleprompter, never have, never will, anything that comes out of my mouth on this show, or at a live broadcast, is usually unscripted. I don't say always because sometimes I have notes when I talk about cigars and I do have notes about some items that I read that I want to pontificate about. But I don't have anything formal remarks prepared in any way, shape, or form. Never have since I started this show uh, almost 18 years ago. And I made a, a made comments last Saturday. I people saying, General, that was impromptu. It was off the cuff. There were no notes. I, it, you could hear a pin drop. That's how it should be. The president cannot even make a simple speech and wing it. Now, if there were people behind me, I'll tell you what I would do as I was president. I wouldn't have missed a beat. I would have said I don't have the speech. I would have simply said it is uh, an honor to be here today. And I'll tell you what, we have so many people here that we need to introduce. What I'd like to for them to do is to personally come up to the lectern and introduce themselves and where they are from. And, uh, and, 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 and then I'm going to give you some, some remarks. 
People could have come up, introduced themselves, say thank you to all. I just want to say a couple of very brief things. Bing, bang, boom, it's done. If I was commander-in-chief president, wouldn't have missed a beat. This socialist occupier of the Oval Office cannot even make an impromptu speech. And by the way, if this was a Republican that did the same thing, I would say the same thing. Any president that is over-reliant on a teleprompter or prepared notes that can't think or speak for themselves should not hold the office. So he stumbled and mumbled around. But his comments about Operation Prism were troubling. That we as Americans have to be used to inconvenience, and this is just a price to pay. Now, never mind, when he was senator, he had a totally different different uh, deal on that. Totally different. But to me, there is a... There is a very fine line between protecting our national security and going too far and interrupting and intervening in people's lives. And the NSA has gone way overboard. There is no control of... And by the way, if you idiots and schmucks and horses' asses at the NSA are listening, take note. Take note. Because you are now part of an overzealous, bloated bureaucracy. Congress and the president apparently can't even rein them in. They're building now a $2 billion facility to store every damn bit of data they collect out in Utah. This thing is mammoth. What the hell are they collecting? We are the enemies now in this nation. The citizens of this country are the enemies. They're the enemies to these bureaucrats and these Washington politicos, a very small group of people that now believe they have the right to control your life. Boy, 1984, that book was dead nuts on. We live in a nanny state. We live in a police state, I believe. When every conversation, everything, every email is being snooped on, I have a huge problem with that. I believe it was Benjamin Franklin that stated so succinctly that a country that sacrifices security for freedom deserves neither of the two. And he is right. Do we want to be protected from terrorists? Sure. Do we want to try to avoid avoid attacks? Absolutely. Do we want to use information that's available? Yes. Do we want to intrude on honest Americans' lives and Americans who make up this country? The overwhelming majority, I tell you, 99.95% are honest, great Americans. Do we want to intervene and make them feel like criminals? The answer is a giant no. And you should be perturbed. You should be worried. I was, and I had somebody, uh, I, I made mention of something a few weeks ago, and somebody mentioned, well, you're probably 100% in favor of the Patriot Act. And the answer is no, I was not in favor of all the, the items in the Patriot Act. Just like the TSA, just like the, the, uh, the, the Patriot Act, we had a rush to judgment after 9-11. We rushed. We overreached on everything. We went from one extreme to the other. Instead of saying, let's calm down, let's think about this. Instead... We enacted the Patriot Act, which I believe is far overreach. I am not in for that. And people say, well, General, you're conservative. You should be. No. I believe in less government. And I certainly don't believe the government has a right to intrude on everything. Our founding forefathers would sit there right now saying, look, we understand that national security is of precedence, is of utmost importance, but so are the individual liberties and rights granted under the U.S. Constitution. And failure to uphold those shatters the very basis in which this nation was founded, created, and we live under. 
And apparently we now have bureaucrats and clowns at the NSA that think they run the country. They don't. It's time for the president, and if that's going to be a new president in two years, three years, so be it, or Congress to get their heads out of their collective asses and say, enough's enough. The citizens of this country have a right to their privacy, and they shouldn't all be treated like criminals. If we profiled when we went to the airport, not all of us would have to take our belts and our shoes off. But again, we live under an administration now that unfortunately looks at a terrorist shooting in Texas as workplace violence when it is terrorism. So who do they go after? They don't go after the extreme uh, Islamic fundamentalists. They don't go after the terrorists. They go after the bulk of the American people. They go after the honest citizens, the people that pay the salary as these idiots in Washington and the NSA and the CIA, the people who are accountable to us but seem to have forgotten that. Your passport to pleasure. The Cigar Dave Show. The General pontificates 24-7 on Twitter at Cigar Dave Show. When you were a kid, there was nothing like walking into a toy store with the money you saved to buy the coolest toy. Today, you get the same feeling of excitement when you walk into your cigar retailer's humidor and discover the latest must-have cigar. There are hundreds of cigars, but you never stop looking for a new favorite. Next time you venture into the humidor, ask for the new Villager Colorado. You'll gravitate to the beautiful, oily, reddish-brown Nicaraguan Colorado wrapper dressed in an elegant burgundy band. The new Villager Colorado is blended with two binders, an Esteli Habano and Ometepe Habano that uniquely enhances the richness, smoothness, and taste complexity of this highly acclaimed cigar. You'll be rewarded with medium to full-bodied flavors accentuated with highlights of spice. The new Villager Colorado, rich taste, clean finish at a comfortable price. Explore the new Villager Colorado at VilligerCigars.com. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. Hi, this is Rocky Patel. I'm here with my brother Nish and my cousin Nimish, and we're talking cigars. Guess what? They want me to vote on what my favorite cigars. It's tough, but I'm going to go with the Decade. I love it. It's rich, decadent, and smooth. Rocky, you know what? The Decade's a great cigar, but the 15th anniversary, that's the cigar. That celebrated your 15 years in business, and I got to tell you, it's my favorite. You know what, Nish and Rocky, you both are wrong. The best cigar is Freedom by Rocky Patel. This cigar delivers a lot of spice, a lot of flavor, and in my opinion, it's the best cigar we make. As usual, we can't agree. But guess what? 
There's a great cigar for everyone. I promise you, nobody works harder than we do to make you a great quality cigar. Come visit us at RockyPatel.com. Surgeon General Warning. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. come in small packages. Well, not according to the General's harem, the Cigar Dave Show. All right, bottom of the hour, we'll be joined by Privates John, Sam, and Brett, my uh, 18-year-old alpha males in training who I met in Charlotte. And by the way, I did just uh, tweet out and Facebook uh, message the uh, link to listen to that daily briefing we did on Monday. It was hilarious. Balls to the wall. I had people saying, General, I was uh, I-, I couldn't control myself. I was rolling over. It was so funny. So we'll-, we'll talk with those gentlemen. First up, let's go to Nate in Kansas City. Missouri, you are front and center with the General. Long ashes, General. How are you? Fantastic, Nate. Back at you. So I have been back home for about about a week now, and I just want to say you guys did an amazing job in Charlotte. You know, Altadis came out, you know, Gene and Janelle came out and talked about the new Legacy Toro. That was an amazing cigar. Um, my dad and I and my grandpa, we had a great time. You just do so much for the whole community, for all the cigar manufacturers, and, and I just wanted to tell you thanks. Well, Nate, it was a pleasure. I'm glad you came all the way out from uh, Kansas City. That was great. And uh, I, and I said at the top of the show, it was almost like a letdown coming because there was so much energy and enthusiasm and excitement and camaraderie. Uh, just everybody had a great time. The weather was great. A lot of laughs, and that's really how it should be. So uh, coming into the oh, studio, yeah. it's a lot quieter today. Yes, I love Ms. Kate and Privates Lee and Brian are doing a great job, but just doesn't have the same effect when you're surrounded by about 500 of your closest uh, lieutenants. Right. But it was great, and, and I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Nate, was that your first live uh, broadcast invasion with us? Yes, sir, that was. And what did you think overall? Oh, it was amazing. You know, uh, a lot of great people I met. I met some new friends. I talked to Craig Cass after the show, and uh, it, it was just a great time. Some good beers. That, that pork was amazing. I, I never had better pork in my life. Well, it was great. Nate, here's what I want to do. I know you got some H. Upman legacies. But what I'll do is I'll send you out some, uh, Miss Cate, let's send them out some Romeo e. Julieta uh, reserves. I know you'll enjoy those. Nate, we appreciate oh, you joining great, us, bro. and it was great meeting you last week. Lieutenants, we'll be joined by our three 18-year-old alpha males in training next. Alpha male conversational maneuvers continue on the Cigar Dave Show. Okay, people, we've just been awarded the Brickhouse Ad Account. Now, this cigar was named Best Bargain Cigar of 2009 by Cigar Aficionado, got a 91 rating, plus it's the hottest cigar on the market. So, we need an award-winning slogan. He's a brick. How? What about, it's not your grandfather's cigar? Ah, it's been done. Next. How about good to the last draw? Ah, something original, people. You deserve a brick today? Who are you? Do you even work here? Excuse me, sir. Am I to understand that every Brickhouse cigar is built with all the flavor and quality of the premium cigars of yesteryear? Yesteryear? Really? That's right, Bixby. But yet costs around five bucks each. Indeed. Well, sir, people don't really need a slogan. They don't? No, sir. Then what do they need? Five bucks and a comfortable chair. 
five bucks and a comfortable chair genius meet the perfect cigar to share with friends Brickhouse by J.C. Newman handmade in Nicaragua with a fine Havana Subido wrapper Brickhouse starts out earthy and crisp and burns well rounded and smooth nothing stands the test of a good time like a Brickhouse for more visit BrickhouseCigars.com Last weekend had a magnificent time in Charlotte. So on Monday, Mick the Brit, the colonel in charge of the European Theater of Operations, and I decided that we would head over to the Tinderbox. I wanted to go see Craig Cass, his great crew, thank them. We wanted to enjoy a cigar. We ate lunch at a very cool place in the South Park area of Charlotte. Uh, and uh, it was a combination, uh, I forgot the name, it's called like, uh, I'm trying to remember what it was called, uh, but it was a combination burgers and sushis. Very unique. And then after that, we went to go see Craig at the Tinderbox, and I had to go pick up something at the Apple Eye store. I come walking in. There's these three young gents, and I hear him over, uh, over uh, talking to one of the clerks saying, oh, I can't believe we missed the Cigar Dave live broadcast. And then the gentleman says, well, there's the general right there, and they couldn't believe it. So I had the pleasure and privilege of meeting Three alpha, male in, uh, alpha males in training. They're 18 years of age. We've got Private John, Private Sam, and Private Brett. And actually today, they just they were graduating from high school. In fact, I believe they just finished their graduation ceremony. Private John, are you now officially a high school graduate? I am a high school graduate. Long ashes, General. Back at you, Private John. Well, uh, congratulations to you and to Sam and Brett. And I should say, you came into the tinderbox. You wanted to find and buy your first premium cigar. And I took you in the humidor and I guided you. And I recommended, what did I recommend to you, gentlemen? Do you remember? Uh, it was the Monte Carlo or uh, the uh, Rocky, Vega Fina was the, the, Vega, one, I, the one I spoke. Right. Vega so, Fina and the Rocky Patel Vintage 99. Rocky Patel, that's right. The Rocky right. Patel Vintage 99. Both mild cigars, Connecticut wrapper, and that was the first mild cigar or first premium cigar that you ever had. And uh, one of your one of your uh, uh, buddies, Private Brett, said, well, I'm looking for something on the flavored side. And I said, listen, you want chocolate or you want uh, you, you want you want cherry or grape? Then go to the cheese. I said, go to the Cheesecake Factory. But I put in an adjective before that. Uh, so that, that I cannot repeat on on uh, on broadcast uh, uh, radio. However, uh, I guided you in the right direction. And first of all, uh, I asked you what you've been listening for a long time. What was it about the show uh, that turned you on? Why did you start listening? I mean, you guys are 18 years old. You're young. You probably started, I think you told me, when you were 16 or 17. How did you find yeah. the show? Uh, that was Brett. Brett was the one who's been listening for years. Uh, the, the reasons that uh, we, we were so turned on was just the fact that it was, one, a really just fun thing to listen to, great knowledge that um, we were given about cigars and it, now it's helping out more than ever now that we're we're starting to get into the cigar game for that matter um but also it's just uh it's very interesting to listen to how real you are you know on the radio and and uh it's just it's good information 
Well, we went into the cigar lounge at Tinderbox afterward, and uh, we did an impromptu daily briefing where we talked to all three of you with Mick the Brit. We had a magnificent time, and I have just tweeted out and, and sent out a uh, Facebook posting where people can go listen to that. It's at SoundCloud, and you can yep. just listen to it on your mobile device or online, and you're going to want to catch that. It is rated R, I will tell you that right now, but we had a blast. Now, Private John... Here's what I like. All three of you said we want to be alpha males. We want to be. We don't want to, you know, be little wussified wimpy males or beta males. We want to aspire to the good life. Yes, indeed. Now, your first step was first of all listening to the Cigar Dave Show. Your second step, we guided you with cigars. Now you're not ready for libations just yet, but nonetheless, you will uh, be there very soon. Now here's what what I asked all of you is uh, you're graduating. Now where are you going to college in the fall? Uh, I'm going to Chapel Hill. Brett's going to uh, NC or I'm sorry, UNC Charlotte, and uh, Sam's going to NC State University. Excellent. Now what high school did you graduate from up in Charlotte, by the way? Oh, we we're actually living in Gastonia. Uh, we graduated from Highland School of Technology. Highland School of Technology. Well, Gastonia is a suburb of Charlotte, so <laughs> relative relatively close. And you're all going to college now. I will tell you this: when I was in college, I remember uh, on Friday afternoons, our freshman year, three or four of my friends that I met uh, in my in my dorm that I lived in. We uh, our classes ended about one o'clock. We went to one of the local shopping malls in Syracuse, where I went to Syracuse University, and we got at the time. We didn't get the six, seven dollar premium hand rolled cigars that you gentlemen picked up at the tinderbox. We smoked some uh, uh, Antonio and Cleopatra uh, ANC Grenadiers, six for I think a dollar, a dollar twenty, and it came in a plastic pouch. And we thought we had the world by the nads. We thought we were big shots. We enjoyed ourselves. And I made one comment to you. I said it's not just about the cigar that you're smoking; it's who you're smoking it with. And you gentlemen. Had a great time, and it's not very often that you get to have an expert, a five-star expert, guide not you for your first cigar. Definitely not. Exactly. Now, so Private John, after you smoked the cigar, what did you all think? What did you tell us about your ride home? Uh, well, we were kind of in awe about the fact that we met a, a cigar celebrity. Uh, we didn't. We expected to get in there and to get a you know, a little bit of information, but we expected to just walk in there, pick up a few cigars, and get out. We never would have thought that. Uh, Cigar Dave was going to walk in, and we were going to be able to uh, get part of a of a live broadcast. I've been, we I had no idea, and we we were just in shock the entire night about it. Um, and we were just in so much, we had so much joy after that. Knowing we have to smoke with y'all it was so great. Well, did you listen to the uh, to the daily briefing when it was posted? I, we did, we did. We got to listen to it on the ride home. Yeah, it was great. We had a great time. It was a lot of fun, and uh, everybody that's listened to it, I've received a lot of emails and comments. Uh, one friend of mine, I cannot repeat what he said, but he said it was effing off the wall, and he kept uh, with a few other adjectives. He thought it was great, and it really was. It was a lot of fun, and it yeah. was just a casual conversation. And that's what happens when you get people who are – Cigar connoisseurs, people who enjoy cigars, who are just uh, alpha males, you get them together, you don't even know everybody, but by the end of the uh, few hours, you've got a great bond. And that's why I say it's not just the cigar you're smoking, it is who you are smoking it with. And I was uh, uh, very uh, privileged and had a pleasure to smoke, uh, enjoy our cigars with uh, you, Sam, and Brett. Now, let me ask you this. You've now enjoyed your first cigar. Have you had the second cigar yet? I have not, unfortunately. All right, now, Uh, now you... You just graduated today. This is a celebratory occasion. 
So I suggest <laughs> later this afternoon you get your, your group together and you light up that celebratory cigar. I'm thinking that's a good idea. It's an outstanding idea, Private John, no question about it. Well, next year, there is no excuse. You must be at the Charlotte Live Broadcast Invasion. That'll be our 15th annual Live Broadcast Invasion, and I think we're going to set it for the first weekend of June. So I need you to make sure. And by the way, I think we've signed all of you up to follow me at Twitter so you know exactly what's going on. All right, excellent. Well, Private John, congratulations to you, Private Sam and Private Brett. And I I say this on behalf of all of the alpha males in this nation. There is hope for the next generation because with, with you three gentlemen, our alpha males in training, maybe we can reverse the course of all the wussified beta males that have been produced in this country over the last 40 years. You are you are alpha males in training. Before you know it, you will have nads of steel like this five-star. Sure. All right, Private John, congratulations. Go enjoy that celebratory cigar. Thank you very much. Have a great one. All right, and I tell you, lieutenants, it was great to see uh, all three of them. They had a great time. And if you listen to the podcast, there are things I cannot even discuss. Cannot even discuss over broadcast airwaves. But if you listen to it, and again, it's available at uh, SoundCloud. Just go to uh, just go to either follow me at Twitter or or at uh, at, at Facebook. I just posted that. You're going to want to listen to that. It is uh, a hoot, no question about it. All right, let's go back to the phones. Say hello to who's been on the longest here, Carissa, in the Cigar City area. You are front and center. Hi, Long Ashes. Back at you. How are you? Fantastic. Um, good. Um, been waiting a while, so I've been hearing everything. Yeah. You go. Uh, so um, Okay, I will go, Carissa. There we go. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Um, all right. Well, you know, Father's Day is coming up. It is. And um, my husband likes to smoke the medium to full to medium full to full. Okay. And uh, likes them strong. Um, and I just want some suggestions. He usually smokes like the Monte Cristo Epic or the Bedroom Anniversary, or a Rocky Patel Decade 15-year, Alec Bradley Tempest. You got good um, taste. So, yeah, so I was just wondering what else you would suggest. Well, I, I would say if, if those are his favorites, you should buy some of those right off the get-go. Because if those are the cigars that he likes, I guarantee you he will greatly appreciate you thinking of him by buying those favorite cigars of his. And he's got great taste. Those are all outstanding cigars. Give you a few other recommendations. The Diamond Crown Maximus would be a cigar that I recommend. Absolutely. I would certainly recommend that. He likes the Padron 1964 and the 26. You can't go wrong with those. I would say also, uh, we talked about uh, from Perdomo, they've got the Perdomo Grand Cru. I would get that in the Corojo or the Maduro or the Perdomo 20th anniversary uh, in the Corojo or Maduro, or maybe just get them both, the Corojo and the Maduro. I would certainly recommend that. The uh, La Flor Dominicana Double Lajero would be another fuller-flavored cigar that I could recommend. Any of those cigars you cannot go wrong with. He will be thrilled. And here's what else I do. What's his favorite libation? Uh, bourbon. Bourbon? Um, okay, buy him a bottle of Angel's Envy or Woodford Reserve. Angel's Envy or Woodford Reserve. Pair them up with the cigars. Carissa, I will guarantee you will be. he will be thrilled and he will be forever grateful. All right. Angel's Envy and... Woodford Reserve. Both of those, you can't go wrong. And what I want you to do is call me back in a few weeks and let me know what he thought after those uh, gifts that you purchased for him. 
All righty then. All right, fantastic. Well, Excellent. Let's go to Dawn. It is Dame's Day here on the Cigar Dave Show. Dawn, you're up. Long Ashes, General. Back at you. How are you today? Fantastic. I need your help. I'm trying to um, get a recommendation on some cigars that are mild to medium. I've got a friend that just came back from Afghanistan. He's been over there two tours, and he was hurt pretty bad. And he's getting a runaround by the VA. And I just thought that might be something nice to pick up his spirits, but I don't know what to get him. No problem. We, we've got plenty of recommendations. And uh, to me, it's shameful. He serves in Afghanistan, comes back uh, injured, and he's getting a bureaucratic runaround by the VA. To me, that is unpatriotic. It is un-American. It is unacceptable. And uh, I, I just think this government has gotten so out of control with these pencil-pushing or clipboard-toting bureaucrat geeks that it just drives me off the wall. And when, when any of our veterans come home, there shouldn't be any bureaucratic nightmare. There shouldn't be any bureaucratic red tape. They should go above and beyond and get things handled expeditiously and promptly without any delay or any hassle. That is the very least. Let me tell you, when those guys go over to Afghanistan and Iraq, they don't tell the government, hey, you know what? I need a few weeks to decide. I need a few months. I'll get back to you. Let me see what the paperwork looks like. They go. And then how do we thank them? By giving them this bureaucratic nightmare, and it just drives me nuts. And, Dawn, I apologize for going off on that tangent, but it aggravates me and irritates me to no end because this government now is just off the wall, off the charts. It is too big, it is too bloated, and it is too unaccountable to the American people who fund it. Maybe we should just stop funding it. That would Maybe they'd get the message. Now, in terms of cigars, Dawn, I can give you plenty of recommendations. Mild to medium, the Romeo e Giulietta Reserva Real. Love that cigar. I would recommend that right off the bat. Second cigar I would recommend would be the Rocky Patel Vintage 99 Connecticut. Can't go wrong with that cigar. Also from Rocky Patel, the Rocky Patel Edge Nicaragua Habano. Beautiful cigar. It's medium. Love that stick. Very flavorful. Going to love that. I would tell you the new Perla Del Mar from J.C. Newman would be a great choice. Can't go wrong with that. Real special cigar is the Diamond Crown. That is a creme de la creme. In fact, here's what I'll do for you. I'm going to send you out some Julius Caesar by Diamond Crown. I, I know that Bobby Newman, Eric Newman, the entire Newman family would like... What is the name by the first name of the gentleman you're purchasing these for? Wayne. Wayne. Well, I know that they would want Wayne, and I would want Wayne to have some very special cigars uh, while he recuperates. So we'll send out a nice sampler pack of the Julius Caesar by Diamond Crown. You pick up those other cigars, and I'm sure Wayne will. Uh, it'll brighten Wayne's day up. There's no question about that. And uh, please send him our regards for a very speedy uh, recovery. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Don, stand by. Miss Kate will get your information. We'll get those cigars out to you to give to Wayne. Lieutenants, it just it it it, it amazes me. I mean, we have men and women that go out and serve, and then we have the, the government, the bureaucrats have the audacity, have the chutzpah to give a runaround to people that are injured. That, to me, is just so shameful and unacceptable that uh, it, it, it's, it, it's repulsive and it's nauseating, and it should not happen. All right, lieutenants, we've got a big announcement coming around the corner, the final and concluding segment of this edition of the Cigar Dave Show with a special announcement about a big invasion coming up in August is next. Cigars, spirits, diversions, dames, and the alpha male good life. The Cigar, Cigar Dave, Show. Dave Show. And now, 
a few words with Rocky Patel about the private cellar. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and for years I've been saving special fillers and binders to make a personal blend that I absolutely love and enjoy. And everyone's been asking me for this cigar, but we've never had enough of the tobaccos. Finally, I've gathered enough great tobaccos to release something from my personal humidor. It's called the Rocky Patel Private Cellar. We spent years developing and perfecting the cigar. It's got gorgeous earthy flavors, beautiful, dark, oily, broadleaf wrapper, and some of the greatest fillers from Esteli and Condega in Nicaragua. This medium to full body cigar is rich, it's decadent, and it fills your palate with tons of flavor. I promise you, you're gonna love this cigar. Look for the private cellar so I can share some of my favorites with you. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause cancer and heart disease. Introducing a brave cigar for a new age, a bold and spirited Tayamo revolution. This uniquely blended innovative smoke is the latest creation of Alejandro Turent, fifth generation of the world's oldest and most highly esteemed family of cigar makers and tobacco growers. Superbly handcrafted by artisans of virtuoso skill, Tayamo Revolution features a powerhouse San Andres Habano wrapper surrounding a compelling blend of San Andres and Nicaraguan tobaccos. Loaded with intense, satisfying taste and a tantalizing aroma profile, this fuller-bodied cigar embodies everything today's cigar connoisseur desires. Daringly rich and fiercely flavorful, Revolution is here to shake things up and take your smoking pleasure to places it's never been before. Te Amo Revolution. Get ready for a cigar that will rock your world. Visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat, even if you do not inhale. All right, I said we have a big announcement, and we do. The 2013 Cigar Day Pleasure Tour rolls along, and our next stop will be Saturday, August 17th, in the Western New York Theater of Operations, Buffalo, New York. We will be back for Smoke on the Water 2 from the Buffalo Launch Club on Grand Island, right on the shores of the Niagara River, a short swim from Niagara Falls. It is going to be bigger and better than last year. We had a magnificent crowd. We are already working on some very uh, cool things. Specifically, it is going to be a ticketed event, but we're going to do two things this year. We're going to have our regular VIP ticket, which will be uh, a $25 ticket, which will give you seating under the tents, reserve seating, and you will get a special J.C. Newman Nicaraguan Cigar Day of Assault Pack has four great J.C. Newman Nicaraguan cigars, all the magnum size, 6x60. You're going to love that. And then for those of you that want the super Cigar Dave Ultra VIP experience. We are going to do a big breakfast, 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. at the Buffalo Launch Club. It's going to be very limited, limited number of people. Breakfast with the General. We're going to have a huge breakfast buffet, including some fine meat products. In fact, we're honing the menu right now, and I know that our super VIP alpha males want meat at 9 in the morning. We're going to give it to you. And you're going to get four very special cigars, that I uh, a special blend that is only made for me. 
uh, by J.C. Newman. It is a, a special cigar, special Perla Del Mar with a Maduro wrapper on it that I selected. They only make them for me, not for sale, but we're going to share those with our Ultra VIPs. And that is going to be from 9 to 10.30, and that will include... Uh, the VIP breakfast. That will include the meet and greet with me. I will be there early in the morning. We'll have uh, some candid conversation with me. You're going to get those four great cigars, and you'll get the assault pack, and you're going to get a nice seating right up front. $125 for those tickets. Very, very limited. Not going to open it up to uh, everybody. We only have a small number of uh, seating and cigars that are available, so we will do that. Now, here's how it's going to work. Next Saturday, at 12.06, when we go on the air, the regular VIP tickets and ultra VIP tickets will be available for sale. So those of you listening in the Western New York Theater of Operations on 930 WBEN or anywhere else in the country that would love to attend, you will be able to do that. We are sending out an email to all the VIPs that attended last year. You will have that Tuesday. So check your email boxes by Tuesday midday. You are going to have first priority. I said it last year. Anybody that signs up for our VIP tickets last year, you will get priority. Once those uh, that priority expires at uh, 12 o'clock noon on Saturday, next uh, Saturday, then we open it up to uh, everyone else. So if you are a VIP, you'll get first shot. We're going to have a much larger tent. We're going to have much more seating. And general admission will be available, first come, first serve, uh, maybe standing room only if there is seating available, and that is a free ticket. We're going to do everything through CigarDave.com via the Eventbrite ticketing system. So it'll be very easy. You do everything online, pay for your ticket, you get a copy of your ticket, send you an email. It is fantastic. And we are very excited to be back in Buffalo. Smoke on the water to Saturday, August 17th. Look for it. We'll have all the details that we will post at CigarDave.com. We'll Facebook and uh, send it out by Twitter. And those of you that are VIPs that attended in 2012, you'll be getting an email on Tuesday. And then everyone else will be able to purchase their tickets online beginning next Saturday at the start of the show. Let's say hello to Steve in Indianapolis, Indiana. You are front and center. Long ashes, General. Back at you. Uh, I'm looking for a recommendation. I'm going to the casino this afternoon. I'm going to stop off at uh, the cigar store first. Um, I want to be a courteous smoker. Uh, a lot of people don't like the smell of the cigar smoke. So what would you recommend? Uh, that I, Still, I can have the pleasure of the cigar, but it won't have the smoke smell. Okay, well, well, first of all, wait a minute. Do they allow smoking in the casino? Oh, yes. Then if it's they, they allow cigar smoking... Then don't worry about the. First of all, any the aroma of any premium hand rolled cigar is fantastic, and if they okay. allow it, listen. Do people say, "Oh, I, I, I want to get a cigarette that has wonderful aroma"? They never say that. So just get right. a premium hand rolled cigar. Just all you got to worry. Don't worry about everybody else. Worry about you enjoying your cigar. That's the first thing. So I'm going to give okay. you some. Now, do you like mild, medium, full? What's your flavor characteristic? I like uh, mild to. Uh to, well, yeah, sometimes a full, but mostly the mild to medium. Uh, mild to medium, no problem. I'm going to give you some recommendations. First up, I'm going to tell you the Brick House is a nice medium-bodied cigar. You can't go wrong with that. I'll tell you, this uh, this Boris 11, I don't know if you can get it where you are in Indianapolis, but it's a great cigar. I would tell you, you that the... Per- yeah, well, I don't think they'd have it. The Perdomo, oh, okay. Perdomo Reserve 10th Anniversary Champagne is nice. The Casa Tarano, uh the Romeo e Giulietta Reserva Real is very nice. And I would also tell you that the... Um, 
H. Upman uh, uh, Vintage Cameroon and the Rocky Patel Cameroon 2003. Any of those you can't go wrong with, and here's what I will do for you. I'll send you out some of the May Officers Club selection of the Rocky Patel Freedoms. You won't have those for the next couple of weeks, but at least you'll have something. And today, go pick up those cigars, and good luck at the casino. Lieutenants, don't forget all the archives of the Cigar Dave Show at CigarDave.com, and follow me or subscribe to our podcast on the iTunes Store or any podcast feeding service. They'll be posted later today. Cigar Dave, the general saying, Mayor Humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ash be extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio, always pleasure. Enjoy your cigar, enjoy your spirits, and enjoy being an alpha male. <laughs>